Hello everyone, my name is Brittany Vasquez and in this podcast I'll be advocating the need for middle schools and what makes them a necessary addition to our school systems. I will dive into what makes these middle school students so unique and why the first middle schools were created. I will also discuss why interdisciplinary teamwork is beneficial and necessary for teachers to teach to the entire middle school student. So let us begin with what I know to be true about middle school students. They are between the ages of 11 and 14 years old. At this stage of their lives, there's a lot going on developmentally speaking. Not only are they dealing with physical body changes of becoming adolescents, but they're also dealing with figuring out who they are. A lot of their decisions are influenced by their peers because they want to fit in. This means one day they'll have black hair, the next they'll have rainbow colored hair. Although sometimes it's a shock to see these drastic changes, the changes are important to help adolescents discover their true selves. Besides from the physical developmental changes, young adolescents also experience hormonal changes which can lead to mood swings. One minute the student is angry, the very next they're giggling. At this stage in the young adolescent's life, these hormonal changes may provoke feeling of insecurity and the spikes of unfamiliar emotions can also provoke negative attitudes and behavioral issues. Fred Walsh, principal of the School of International Studies in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn, sums up a middle school student by stating, one middle school student is like three high school students in terms of the behavioral needs and the issues you're confronted with. On a cognitive level, young adolescents are transitioning, according to Piaget, from concrete operational to formal operational. Basically, this means their way of thinking is becoming more abstract, they're becoming less egocentric, and learning to see things from different perspectives. One minute, they need your support and guidance, the next, they're asking complex questions that will amaze you. The bottom line is, young adolescents have a dramatic range of needs. Junior high schools were originally built in 1909. In the 1950s, Alvin Howard became one of the first to advocate the creation of the six through eight schools that would remove the limitations imposed by the Carnegie units, have a more stable school climate than a seven through eight school, and would recognize the early onset of puberty of young adolescents in the second half of the 20th century. Not long after that, William Alexander and Emmett Williams in 1965 recommended the creation of the five through eight middle schools featuring interdisciplinary teaming, small learning communities, a teacher advisory program, and special learning centers where students could catch up on needed skills or branch out into further exploration. As students grow, they need to be given more opportunities to be independent. The way middle schools are designed is for the student to move from class to class within the same hall. This is called pods or teams where a group of teachers work together to teach a smaller group of students. The students are expected to move from one class to the next, have everything they need for the next class, and arrive on time, therefore giving students some controlled independence. The teachers use interdisciplinary teaming to help students improve reading, writing, math, and any other skills that the students may need help with while still teaching to the basic content areas. This approach leads to a small community feel that allows students to get to know a few teachers and peers by working in small groups. 
Teachers in middle school have to be understanding that students will make mistakes. Too many times teachers want to punish students instead of using mistakes as a teaching moment. Teachers of middle schoolers must also be really patient, willing to repeat themselves, and have an understanding of a wide variety of developmental needs of the students. Teaching young adolescents is not just teaching content, it's also teaching needed skills and giving the students support. So far, we have discussed what we know to be true about young adolescents and how middle schools are designed to teach them. Now let us look at how these two things fit together. According to Erickson's eight stages of psychosocial development, at this point in their lives, students are looking for how they fit in or measure up to others, industry versus inferiority. By having a small community feel through pods or teams, it shows students real world skills that teaches them how to be good citizens and accept that everyone is different. They also are within the stages of identity versus role confusion, which is where we get the crazy hair experiments and the decisions to be vegan or save the whales. Middle school teachers are very understanding of students discovering themselves by being very tolerant of their choices. Middle school students are also in the concrete operational stage of Piaget's four stages of cognitive development. In this stage, they are learning to be more organized and to think in an inductive reasoning manner. As the students progress through middle school, the teachers must help them transition from this inductive reasoning to deductive reasoning. Referring back to the statement by Fred Walsh, one middle school student is like having three high school students in terms of their behavioral needs and the issues you're confronted with. You can obviously see the reason for his claim. From the mood swings to their insecurities and from their peer drama to the home life, students do have a lot to deal with. Having an understanding teacher, or four, can make all the difference in the development of the student. The main idea behind the middle school model was to focus on the developmental needs of the students to help them through this phase of their lives. Alexander stated that these young students had their own needs, which were not being met by the junior high schools, including more of the freedom of movement, more appropriate health and physical education, more chances to participate in planning and managing of their own activities, more resources for help on their problems of growing up, and more opportunities to explore new interests and to develop new aspirations. Alexander also stated that too many junior high schools had enforced high school practices on the 7th and 8th grades. He suggested that the schools had lost touch with the developmental needs of the pre-adolescent student. As an educator and a middle school advocate, it is important to not lose touch with the core purpose of the middle school model. It takes an entire community of parents, teachers, and role models to help make sure we are teaching to the entire student and meeting their needs. So again, I say to you, teaching at young adolescents is not just teaching content. It's also teaching needed skills, understanding the developmental changes they're dealing with, and giving them support.